a mighty fancy automobile. Oh, she's a real road king, all right. Zero to 16, 7.5. She'll do a quarter mile, 13.40. 390 horsepower. 500 foot-pounds of torque. Whatever that is. Performance and image, that's what it's all about. There's no such thing as a stupid question. This is Drive Radio. All of your automotive questions are just one phone call away. 303-477-5600. Drive Radio is made possible by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. To find one near you, go to drive-radio.com. Now, Drive Radio on KLZ 560. All right, we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Ken Rackley, of course, from Tech Automotive over here in Aurora. Uh, Larry Unger answering phones for us today, which I appreciate very much. And, of course, Charlie Grimes, our engineer. Uh, Clark from East Lake is next. We do have a line open, 303-477-5600. I should say Clark hung on over the break. And, Clark, yes, uh, you are correct. That transmission that you have in that Ford is a joint venture or was a joint venture from General Motors. I believe uh, Ford was the ultimate designer of the 10-speed truck transmission. GM was the ultimate designer of the 9-speed transverse transmission. They both collaborated on each of those. Uh, They still build each transmission on their own. So GM does their version in their factory. Ford does their version in their factory. But it was a collaboration between the two, yes. Okay. Just wondering about this. Somebody and by the way, I think partially why calls. they're both having some issues like you're talking about. Right. Okay. Well, I've got a Colorado work truck. I've got, like, a number of trucks. But these uh, these Fords, they tell me that this thing's got these trucks have an adaptive transmission. And I've got, like, four or five different guys that drive these. Yeah, you know. and, and by the way, that adaptive, uh, and what they mean by that adaptive transmission is... They have, let me make sure I explain this correctly to everybody listening. For years now, OBD2 became an adaptive powertrain management system is probably the best way for me to say that. So it's not just Ford. Every manufacturer, I don't care who they are, has an adaptive strategy. really dicey because not every operator drives the same way. Imagine that. Yeah. So, yes. But now I will say this. The newer the vehicle, the faster they can adapt. Right. Yeah, and adapt oh, okay. and adapting mean and, not, and it's not just in the transmission. It's it's, it's overall. Everything. It's right. everything. You know, if somebody's got a heavy foot, it's going to know. You know, it, it's going to sense and it's going to adjust fuel mixtures. It's going to adjust shift, shift points, points everything. Uh, pressures on that transmission. That's right. Um, you know, even how even how it downshifts, you name downshifts, how it uh, even how if it's suspension modulated, it'll adjust that too. Vehicles that have so. electronic steering, Clark, they even adjust right. steering depending upon that person, yes. and that's the adaptive yes. part you're talking about. Exactly. So it's not just transmission; it's right. across the board. Yeah, yeah. Every monitor, yep. every mo- everything, every module, even yep. how the emission system works, heater, everything, everything. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess my mechanic can't work on them then. Well, it's getting tougher, and we as fleets, I mean, even myself, Clark, and what we do in our fleet shop, yeah, it's getting 
you know, not more difficult, but, you know, we're having to keep up on the same things that Ken is keeping up with. Luckily for me, we've only got two or three versions of vehicles to keep up with. Ken has, you know, 30 or more. Uh, But, yeah, in the fleet world, yeah, I'm having to do the same thing. We're having to buy scan tools and do upgrades and make sure that we're up to speed even training-wise, much like Ken's having to do other than we're in the fleet world. Because, you know, you're like me, Clark. I can't have a vehicle down. If I have a vehicle down, I'm losing money. Right. Yeah, every day this truck, this one truck's the bad. It's only got a thousand miles on it. Nobody wants to drive it. Yeah, it, it, yeah. Then, then, then it becomes a real albatross for you as a fleet because then it just sits around. and You spend money on something nobody wants. Right. Yeah. And and, and by the way, really quick, Clark, those are the things that I I I feel at times. I don't think the manufacturers understand the fleet world like they think no, they do. No, they don't. No. Because they don't understand what you just said. Right. No, they don't. They just say, "Oh, yeah, it's going to learn." <laughs> yeah, and I and I've you know I've encountered that on the fleet side with in my world because the yeah and it's and it's not that I dislike the manufacturers, even the dealers, the the dealer network is trying to help, but they don't understand what it's like to have that situation, have a vehicle down, correct, right? That, you that you're making on, money off, right? Of. Exactly. You bought that to be on the road and stay on the that, road. That I bought that like Ken buys a wrench, right? Exactly. It's not going to. If it sits in the toolbox, it doesn't do anything. That's right. And he, he's using it to make money. So am yeah, I. Yeah. Yeah. What did you say that was? OB two or something. OBD two came out in mid nineties. Yeah, ninety six. Well, and they've been adapting it, and yeah. making it better. You know, every year. And again, I'm not being critical it's, of it. It was a great collaboration and a way to make things more unified. It's not hundred percent unified because we still have English cars and European cars and Japanese cars that do it a little bit differently. But all in all, it's much better than it was prior to that. The Japanese and the domestic are most similar. Correct. Asian or uh, European and English are the most different. Jaguar Land Rover being the albatross. Yeah. <laughs> like they always have been. Well, okay, I'll see if I can take it back a couple more times. I, I would. And, and again, and you, and you, and just you know, keep keep tabs on it. You know what to do. You're Be on the sure side. You know. that. Uh, exactly the exact same, same wording yep. yes exact same wording every time you take it in but being a fleet customer you should have a little more pull on that clark yeah you want to get it out of there yeah yeah i thought that ob2d thing was a star wars thing <laughs> r2d2 there you go. <laughs> similar but not the same yeah. <laughs> head in that direction though clark thanks no head in that direction though by all means yeah. steven platteville you're next go ahead steve hi there how you guys doing we're good doing steve good. thank you I have a 2014 Jeep Patriot front-wheel drive, and uh, I guess let me describe the problem to you. It has, for lack of a better term, a wobble in it. In uh, It's an automatic transmission. Second gear has a wobble in it that disappears as basically in the bottom of third gear. Hmm. And I can't... It feels... For all the world, like a bent drive shaft on a on a rear wheel drive car, except once that once you get um, to about twenty miles an hour, the wobble disappears. And I've driven a twenty five hundred mile on a twenty five hundred mile trip; it's smooth as silk once you get it past that. Hmm. For the life of me, I cannot figure out what is going on with that thing. So it starts wobbling right as you get into second. And then goes away when it shifts into third. Um, basically, at the t- at the top of first, it starts coming in. Okay. And then in in second, it it 
it's very pronounced. Okay. And by the time you get to the bottom of third at about 20 miles an hour, it starts to smooth out. If if you let off the gas and just coast in second gear, does then you it? You can't feel it. You can't feel it. Okay. I and would, here's another thing: when you turn, uh-huh. it goes away. Okay. I would tend to think it's an axle. It's an internal. It's an inner CV joint on an axle. And That's what I was thinking. Yeah. The shop that did the work, <laughs> they they flushed the transmission instead of just changing oil like I instructed. Okay. And at the same time, we did have uh, strut kits. They were Napa strut kits, if I remember right, Okay. with new springs and all that stuff like that. And everything started at once. Okay. Well, and, you're stiffening things up, which is changing the position of those axles, so Ken's probably on the right track. Yeah. How many miles are on it? That was my next question, yeah. 154,000. Yeah, I, I would tend to think up. you can, yeah, I mean, I'm not sure if you would get under it or not, but... If you take the inner CV joint and grab the axle going into the joint and just rotate it back and forth, if you get really, I mean, I would say excess, but, I mean, <laughs> that's hard to describe how much, but you've probably got one at least that is worn out there because I, you know, I've experienced that on my own vehicles. No boots broken, anything, but under certain uh, torque situations, you would feel it. And then what, when you turn a corner and it goes away, you're putting that axle in a different, in a different location or position, in a, in a position, yeah, yeah, position in the joint. So yeah. that's uh, just by what you're describing. That's what it sounds like to me, because if there's not a bent wheel, plus the bent wheel would be there all the time. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. How, how can I, you said I can, can I feel it when I have it up? Yeah, you should get little to none uh, rotation, you know, <laughs> it's hard to describe Freeway over the or front. up and down or mm-hmm. rotational? Uh, rotational. So as the smaller shaft goes into the joint on the inner, if you rotate that smaller shaft and you get any kind of, you know, any kind of rotational where the outer joint doesn't rotate, that's typically, of course, but you have to be in the right position too. And but yeah, it's it's something that I would tend to think that's where the problem is at, especially. What Should the wheel be loaded or unloaded? Should I have take the the probably, body lifted I, off of the wheels? Probably won't matter. Yeah, I would. I would say it probably wouldn't matter much. It would probably be better if the wheels were loaded, but I, I think you should be able to feel something since it is since you're feeling it anyway as you're driving. That's that is. I was suspecting that, yeah. but I'm not a car. I've been a small tractor mechanic for 37 years, yeah. but I don't know anything about these CV joints yeah. in cars. So well, and it's weird because some of them will be different because. I started experiencing that on one of my own vehicles that had about 120,000 miles on it, and it was only at higher speeds, but it was only when I would give it throttle. And I could let off. Of course, it's a manual transmission, so it was different, but I could let off. It would go away. I could just barely get into the throttle. It was good, but any heavier throttle, I would start feeling it. And uh, it was definitely I could feel a little bit of motion in those inner CV joints, and that's what it was. Terrific. And Terrific. Of course, we've had that on other vehicles, mm-hmm. sometimes worse than others, but, you know, it just, and different, different load situations, too. Terrific. I, I, I truly appreciate that. You bet. Well, John, I, I've got a really kind of a 
uh, anecdote or a different. When I was a, I'm 70 years old. When I was a kid, I used to ride. To, my father worked at uh, Arnold Brothers Ford. As okay, a mechanic. sure, sure, yeah. I used to ride through Rush Motors on okay. my bicycle awesome. and look at your used cars and new cars. And I suppose that's before, well, probably before you were born. <laughs> well, what uh, what what to location? Pearl Street. Pearl Street. Yeah, I mean, I was around. I remember the Pearl Street location. Still have pictures of it. So I wasn't super old. We moved. We moved over to Thirtieth uh, Street when I was about seven, Steve. So prior to that, I was younger than seven. But you know, I still remember the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. It was. A, it was blowing and going in those days. Yeah, sure was. Yeah, you're correct. Good memory, Steve. You bet. Those were good days, by the way. That was a fun time. Well, cars were easier then. Cars were easier. The town was easier. Politics was easier. Life was easier. Yes, indeed. Very cogent observation. <laughs> yep. Thank you, Steve. Appreciate you it very Thanks much. That's great. No, thank you. And thank you for the uh, the good memories as well. Bill and Parker, hang tight. We'll come right back. And, uh, and yeah, that was my family, Rush Motors, back in the day. For those of you that maybe remember that, back in uh, the Boulder. My, my grandfather started in Boulder in 1947. So I have a long history of being in the automotive world and uh, anyways, a fond memory. So I had very great teachers along the way as well. So lines open, 303-477-5600. We'll be right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. At Napa Auto Parts, we've been the most trusted name in auto parts for over 80 years. Probably because we've never stopped looking for ways to make the great parts we sell even better. It's a commitment to quality you'll find in every one of our 310,000 parts. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to the patented damping mechanism on our drive-align belt tensioners to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And Napa parts are covered by a warranty that's good at any of our 6,000 Napa auto parts stores nationwide. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store. But at Napa, we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. To find the Napa auto parts store nearest you, go to NapaOnline.com. Napa. Get the good stuff. With over 125 locations in Colorado, southern Wyoming, and western Nebraska, there's only one place to get the good stuff. Napa Auto Parts. Have an older furnace system? Noticing high energy bills, more breakdowns, are some rooms colder than you'd like? Upgrade to a modern high-efficiency furnace and you can reduce your heating usage by 20 to 40%. Less money spent heating your home and more money to spend doing the things that you enjoy most. Mention this ad and receive $250 off your upgrade to a high-efficiency furnace system. Call 720-442-8842 or visit driveradio.com today. That's 720-442-8842 or go to drive-radio.com for absolute electrical heating and air. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured, but you're not alone. While Paul Lewenberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. 
It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to bgfindashop.com. All right. Good times. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Ken Rackley, Tech Automotive. Bill and Parker, you're next. Line's open, by the way, but go ahead, Bill. Good afternoon and Merry Christmas to Merry you Merry Christmas to Christmas, you, Bill. Yeah. Thank you. I've got a 2002 Chevy Tahoe. You put the key in the ignition. You turn it to the on position. Lights come on. Interior lights are on. Everything like that. You go to start, and everything goes dead. doesn't even crank. The battery is pretty darn new, about two or three months old. You go out there with a voltmeter, put it on the battery. I've got almost 13 volts on it. And I'm looking through one of the repair manuals that talks about a fusible link. No. Do those things come and go? Because if you let it sit for a while, you can go back, put the key in, turn it to the on position, and you get the dash again. Pull the um, positive terminal off there and clean the corrosion out of there. On the battery? Yeah, on the battery, because it's the side post, right, on the left front fender? Yeah, it is, and it's it's very clean. It's Like I said, it's it's maybe a few months old. Are are you actually looking at the inside where it makes contact with the battery? Yeah, I pulled the whole thing apart, pulled pulled the red end off. When I I do a battery, I look at everything, clean it all up. Okay. But, okay, I'll double-check that. Yeah, because if it goes dead, so if you have lights and everything and you go into the start position and it goes dead, and then you let off and then it's still dead? Yes. Okay, so it's losing power there somewhere. It's it's a shutting down there somewhere. and Yeah. So, yeah, I would... Usable I would, links don't, don't come and go. No. Once they burn, they're gone. Right, exactly. Right? Yeah, you wouldn't have power at any point, right? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, okay. Yeah, I would. I would take a real close look at those. Uh, even pull the bolts out of the out of the cable and everything, and make sure that everything is is nice and clean there. Because especially those GMs, it seemed like the positive would you know pump acid into that positive terminal and cause problems. And even before you could see it coming out of it it would it could cause problems and okay we'll give that a shot yeah try that and because i i don't i can't remember anything else on those that would cause that particular symptom i mean basically if you have power and then you don't it the high current draw made it lose the power it, it jumped to arc and and basically you lose your power and then it restores so obviously the heat goes away or whatever and it, it reconnects so that's exactly. What, yeah. That's, that's what it's doing. Yeah. And if, I mean, and if that's okay, I would check your negative terminal down at your engine where it goes or where your negative battery cable connects onto the engine and things like that and make sure that everything's good there. 
Okay, very good. Yeah, but it's a power, right. power loss problem from the battery somewhere, so yep. it's got to be right right there yeah. somewhere. That's what I'm thinking. Yep. Something in that line. So Yeah. I mean, very good. I, All right. It couldn't Thank be you, a defective battery, but I, I wouldn't think I, so much there. Yeah, I, mean, I wouldn't think in that so case. Connection. I would yeah. agree with that. Yeah. 303-477-5600. Give us a call. We'll get you right on air. We've got a little over half an hour left. And, yeah, Merry Christmas to everybody. We're heading into that time of the year. I should be saying that more than we are. And we've got a couple of weekends, a couple of shows left, I should say, before we actually get into the actual holiday itself. Uh, as a reminder, though, we will be... Uh, running best of shows, uh, you know, rerun shows on New, or, sorry, Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve. They're a week apart in the way everything falls this year. It's just the way it is. Uh, Christmas Eve, for those of you that maybe haven't looked, you should have by now, but Christmas is a Sunday this year. It doesn't happen very often that way, but it's a Sunday this year. And Christmas, or New Year's Eve or Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve, both will be on Saturdays this year. So in light of that, we will not be here those two weeks. We've got three full Shows left before the end of the year. We'll be back next year, of course. We don't have any plans on stopping. We're going to keep trucking right along like we always do. We've been doing this for a very, very long time. Ken Rackley, Tune Tech Automotive, also with me. Before we get into the bottom hour, uh, you know, bottom of the hour break here, Ken, uh, you are at Colfax and 225, right? Yep, Colfax and 225. So we're about, uh, about, Four and a half blocks east of 225 on the north side of Colfax. So between Chambers and Sable, uh, real close. Been there for, well, I've been there for 34 plus years. So long time. Yeah. Just. And for those of you, it doesn't matter because Ken works on all sorts of vehicles. But on the GM side, does he have a heavier flair for the GM side and, and more of an expert there? Expert, I hate to use that term because then everybody thinks, we well, can't work on anything else. No, he can work on everything. But does he have a GM flair? Absolutely. Yes, you, you know, do. It's, uh, you know, just, You're like me just, in that world. That's where I grew up. Well, in. Yeah, and, and we own a lot of them. Correct. So, you know, it's personal. and But I'm not saying, you know, I've. I've owned Fords and Chryslers and Hondas and Correct. all kinds of stuff. So, you know, it's... Uh, it's just your just, flair. Right. Yeah. It's just how we roll. Good way to say it. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, exactly. One other thing I wanted to make mention of, too, and, and I, I'm going to mention it because it, it's a PSA. It's worth noting. I don't know how much this helps, but Denver Police Department and Lincoln Tech, they're getting together to do a catalytic converter etching event next week. Friday, or I should say this coming Friday, so a week from yesterday, the 9th. So, again, this is the replay show. So if you're listening to a replay, this is December the 3rd. December the 9th, on that Friday, they're going to be, a, they're going to be doing a free catalytic converter etching. Now, they say this combats the thefts and keeps the thefts down. I, I'm just going to say straight up, I don't know how. I, I'm not sold on this. A grinder can take anything off of anything. I don't care how much it's etched. If somebody wants to, they can, you know, they can grind that off or they can they can cut the catalytic converter apart themselves and take the precious metals out and deliver it to somebody that'll pay them money for it. So at the end of the day, does this slow down catalytic converter theft? I guess I'm trying to ask how. Yeah, I mean Sorry, I'm just I'm not being rude. I just I don't know how this does. Yeah, I mean, does it does it deter the thief that rolls under there and sees something painted orange? I mean, but I mean, what if that catalytic converter had to be replaced because it was defective? It would still be painted orange, and uh, you know, how would it? I don't I know, mean, guys. Again, yeah, if you're, that's a good question. Yeah, and, and know, if you're somebody that's either. in that world, and I know Steve Aginos, they do some etching as a part of what AAA is doing to try to combat this. And again, I'm not against this yeah. by any stretch of the imagination. I, I just question in my own mind, common sense wise, is. How how does this 
slow things down. Back in the day, the you know dealers used to have an add-on where they would put the VIN number etched into the glass, and it's like, okay, what, what, what's that doing to keep the vehicle from being stolen? Nothing. Right. At the end of the day, absolutely zero. Yeah. So I, I don't know how this helps. Right. I, I, I don't either. I mean, yeah, I'd like some insight on that, really. Yeah, if, because, yeah, if somebody I mean, in I've, that world can tell me yeah. how this some way, somehow keeps thefts down, please let me know. I, I'm not against it. I'm announcing it anyways. If you'd right. like to have your catalytic converter etched because you're, you're fearful of it being stolen and you think this might slow some things down, they're doing this at Lincoln Tech next Friday the 9th. It can't hurt. You know, it, it definitely can't I hurt. I suppose if it's free and they're going to yeah. give it to you, you know, more yeah. power to you. Yeah. Um, I don't know how this helps. You know, I had a customer call up yesterday and he says, yeah, and it was weird how the conversation started out. So he, he said, yeah, I think I'm having some catalytic converter problems. It's, it's making a lot of noise. And I'm like, Oh, okay, well maybe it's rattling inside or something failed inside. I'm thinking, so ask him more and stuff. And I said, well, when did it start making noise? He said, well, I went into the store and I came out and it, it was, it was fine. When I went into the store, I came out 10 minutes later and it was making noise. And I said, okay, well it got stolen. And he's like, no, it didn't get stolen. And I'm like, well, have you looked yes, under did. there? And he's like, well, I was only in there for 10 minutes. Doesn't matter. And I'm like, I'm like, it you could have been in there two y- minutes. Right, exactly. Only and, it takes um, these guys about 30 seconds to cut them right. off. And, and I, I'm not exaggerating when I say that. Right, exactly. If, if it's a higher profile vehicle and they can slide in and out, they can take an electric sawzall, you know, cordless sawzall. And I'm not exaggerating, folks. If it's, a, if it's an inch and a half, two inch diameter pipe, they literally can have that thing cut off in a minute. There's, yeah, there's all kinds of. Does not take long at all. Home videos of people, you know, losing them in their driveway yep. at night, you know. Literally, just, folks, yeah. within a minute or two, they're yeah. gone. Yeah, 90 seconds is... Yep. is it doesn't take that long. Right. So you could literally be in some place for five minutes, come back out, and it could be gone. That's exactly what he said, 10 minutes, and he came out, and I said, you know, I'm, I'm telling you, the, the catalytic converter got stolen. They don't fail like that. They, they just don't. And um, nope. so he went out, and he called me back about 10 minutes later, and he says, "You're right. I see two pipes... And I should see something between those pipes, right? right. And I said, yeah. So there you go. And uh, unfortunately, it's. All right, Jeff, Joe, you guys hang tight. We have one line open. We'll come right back. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Due to recent changes in the law, many more individuals will now qualify for the tax credit on their ACA health plan. Take advantage of open enrollment from November 1st through January 15th. Call GIA Insurance to review your health insurance policy now. Paul Inigro and his team will explain everything, shop, and help you enroll into the right plan to fit your needs. Make an appointment today by calling 303-423-0162, extension 100. GIA Insurance is an authorized enrollment center for Connect for Health Colorado, Colorado's official health insurance marketplace and the only place where you can qualify for an advanced premium tax credit to help lower your premiums. Plans and prices change every year. With GIA Insurance, you will get the best plans at the best price for your health and financial needs. Call GIA Insurance, your local enrollment center today at 303-423-0162, extension 100. It pays to shop for health insurance. Have you been thinking about a new pair of glasses? Maybe some prescription sunglasses? Well, look no further than Stack Optical. Since 1968, 
Yes, you heard me right. Since 1968, Stack Optical has been providing the most comprehensive quality ocular care for their patients. This family-owned business is proud to be one of the few optical offices that has their own on-site eyeglass production and eyeglass repair studio. Stack Optical, located at 2233 South Monaco Parkway, features the most extensive lines of eyeglass frames, sunglasses, and contact lenses to ensure that you love your appearance and experience superior comfort. Our comprehensive eye exams proactively diagnose eye conditions and diseases while providing the most accurate vision care. We welcome you to experience a lifetime of superior ocular care from doctors that are devoted to your eye health. Call now for your $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. At Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes, and every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. Thinking rates are too high to buy a home? Wish they were in the threes or fours? Well, your wait is over. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. With a 321 buy down, you can now purchase a home at 3.193% first year, 4.913% second, 5.913 the third, and the remaining years at 6.913 with an APR of 6.985. If rates go down, refinance and save even more. On a $400,000 loan, your monthly payment would be over $748 a month less the first year, $511 the second, $262 the third, with a total savings of over $18,000. Before you buy, take AIM, 720-895-0500. Three to one buy downs available up to 95% loan to value. If you're thinking about home ownership, now may be the best time to purchase. Call Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Own your new home and save thousands in payments. That's 720-895-0500. 80% LTV, 30-year fixed, 6.985% APR, 740 FICO, primary home, rates as of 1116, NMLS 298-191, and rates subject to change. Have you ever thought about owning a classic car, hot rod, older truck, or an out-of-the-norm vehicle? Worldwide Vintage Autos is the place to go for all your vintage car and truck needs. With over 80,000 square feet of indoor showroom and warehouse space, they make the shopping experience easy. Every vehicle they sell is checked out by their own staff and is verified as a roadworthy vehicle, and this includes consignment vehicles. When you buy a vehicle from Worldwide, it's a vehicle you can safely drive home. They sell over 1,200 vehicles a year, and most of their inventory comes from people like you and me. If you want to eliminate the hassle of selling your vintage or unique vehicle, give them a call today. By the way, sign up today for the VIP list. They'll give you updates on all their new inventory that the general public doesn't see yet, and it's at a discounted price. Worldwide Vintage Autos. Don't let the name fool you. They sell worldwide, but their showroom is right here in Denver. Find them today at WorldwideVintageAutos.com or call 877-378-4679 and make sure you tell them John Rush from Drive Radio sent you. (laughs) 
All right, we, and real quick, uh, Charlie reminded me, too, that Ken and I were talking through the break. When it comes to these catalytic converter thefts, the biggest thing you got to do is slow the thief down. I don't personally see how marking them is going to make a hill of beans bit of difference, but if you can put any kind of a device on it, they make cable devices. Uh, it's not really a lock, but there's even exhaust shops and folks that can do some different things to make the catalytic converter a little bit more tamper-resistant is probably the best way to say it. Right. Skid plates, things like that. Yes, those are slow-down devices. And those of you guys that are driving diesels with diesel particulate filters, you're just as you're just as vulnerable yeah. as somebody with a cat. They're just as valuable as the catalytic converters are as well. Yeah. They'll steal those as well. So nobody is 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 uh, yeah. is free from being exactly. targeted here. Right. Yeah. And and Ken said it during the break too. By the way, uh, keep in mind these thieves, they've stolen the sawzall out <laughs> of Home Depot probably to cut it off. Yeah. So if exactly. you think these guys are above the board and they're going to just bypass your car because there's some sort of a VIN, you know, something you know etched right. into it, think again. They stole the sawzall too, probably. Yeah, they were caught on video doing that. Yeah, I'm sure, I, but who knows? Sorry, you know, I'm so. just I'm just being honest. Sorry. Yeah. I, they're just thieves. That, exactly. Yeah. They're scum yeah. of the earth. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just going to call for what it is. They're scum yeah. of the earth. Jeff, you're up next. Hey, good rent. <laughs> so I just hate these. Jeff. You know what? If it ain't yours, leave it alone. That's right. Exactly. Find a job. Yeah, um, there's there, lots of them. There, there's a cybersecurity guy named Bruce Schneier who talks um, a lot about security theater and things that we do that make us feel better but don't really do anything. You mean TSA? You know, as, that was the one that popped to mind. But, yeah, but... Uh, <laughs> That's a prime example. I mean, that's a, yeah. lit- I mean, literally, I'm sorry, I'm not going to, you know, I know it's a car show, but you talk about feeling secure. TSA is there as a feel-good measure only. Trust me, I can say this with utter confidence. They're doing nothing, zilch, to slow any kind of riffraff getting onto an airplane. Yep. Not a topic for the week, I guess. Yeah, I can. Yeah, so. I probably should. After just flying and having some <laughs> personal experience there, yeah, I should probably do that Monday, Jeff. But to your point, yeah. But anyways, continue on. Sorry. Yeah, and, and before I get to my question, in an early hour, you talked about um, uh, identity theft. And uh, two things on that real quick is that I have identity theft insurance. It only costs about $145 a year. Okay. And uh, and it covers me in the event that something happens. They'll resolve the situation for me. So nice. if somebody goes out there and does something, they actually do the resolution. So nice. shop around. There's some more expensive ones. Find the one that's... Uh, that's great idea. Quality. That's great advice. Yep. And then uh, something I've never heard mentioned anyplace else. Uh, I did this years ago because it showed how dated I am. Uh, this was about staying on Windows XP. Yes. Uh, uh, a lot of computers were still on it. And uh, one of the tricks they said to make your computer so more secure since they weren't uh, upgrading the software anymore was to never log in as an administrator when you're doing your day-to-day oh, stuff. Good point. Have two accounts on mm-hmm. your computer. Sure. A regular account and then your administrator account. And then, you know, have all your financial stuff done through your regular account. But if you need to make any changes at all, do anything else, um, you have to log in as an administrator. And I've done that on all my PCs, Mac and uh, hmm. and Microsoft. And... It actually saved our bacon one time because I came home to find my wife talking to a guy on the phone. She had a pop-up, and she was going to save our computer by getting it uh, clean, protected. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, 
she didn't have the password, admin password, and oh. I called the guy out. So um, Good. it does work. Good. Yeah. Good wow. idea. Great advice. Thank you. Yep. Um, yeah, on my 2007 sport track, um, uh-huh. th- this year, as the temperature went down and we got more snow on the road, because November and December have just been um, February so far, uh, my gas mileage dropped about two miles per gallon, and I'm not using it in four-wheel drive very often. I'll pop it in and I'll pop it out, and, but it doesn't seem to matter whether I'm in two-wheel drive or four-wheel drive, and I'm driving five to seven miles into town, so it has a chance to warm up and stuff. So I was just wondering, any thoughts? Is that just uh, maybe something that happens as a vehicle gets older, or is there anything... No, I'm not getting any performance issues. No, it's just um, the conditions you're in. It's going yeah. to lower fuel economy. Everything from the longer warm-up yeah. to the tires themselves being colder and not having the air pressure they normally have to what you're driving through with the tires themselves. I mean, on down the line we go, every one of those is having an impact. Right. Thicker oil. Everything. Yeah, just longer, like you said, longer warm-up. Yeah. yeah. All of the above. I, I, I never even thought about the tires. Yep, yeah. all the above. Well, and your your yeah, boxes, everything. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll check the tire pressure because it's. Uh, yeah, it has to stay outside. I just I only have three bays for vehicles. Sure. Three sure. bays and four vehicles. So understand. It's the outside one. So. Yeah. yeah, that's a great idea. All right. Thank yeah. Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate it very much, as always. Uh, Joe, you're next. Go ahead, sir. By the way, your previous caller, uh, also don't forget about winter blend gasoline. The ethanol yep. content gives, gives you less uh, sure. mile, miles yep. per gallon. Yep, fuel economy. Yep. Yep. Right, and we switched over. And, John, I apologize. Uh, by the way, TSA, you ever see a guy in a wheelchair go through security with one of those little green oxygen bottles? Oh, yes. Ever seen anybody check to see if there's really oxygen in of that Of course bottle? not, Joe. Never. Of course not. I mean, again, TSA, one big feel-good measure at best. Right. It could be full of nitroglycerin. It could be full of cyanide gas. Nobody ever checks to see if there's really oxygen in the bottle. No, but they but sure they, check to make sure he's good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't want you to bring water on Give me there, a break. Yeah. yeah, you can't bring a bottle of water, though, Joe. <laughs> no, no, no. Hey, John, I apologize. I missed the first hour of the uh, – of, and I don't know if you uh, – I sent you the question by email. don't know if you had a chance to read it because I missed the first hour. I have not, question? no. All right, so you ready for it? Go John? ahead. And who's there with you? Uh, Ken. Ken from Ken, maybe you can answer yeah. this question. So, sure. um in an effort to improve my car's gas mileage, I did, I did the following. First, I bought and added two bottles of this fuel maximizer stuff that was supposed to improve my gas mileage by 50%. And the instructions said I only needed one. Uh, one was needed, but I figured if I added two, I could double sure. my mileage. Sure, why not? So if, if you add it on a half a tank, it fills it. There you it, go. It fills the tank. There you go. <laughs> All right. And then I replaced the factory chip in my car's engine control module with a super chip that was also st- supposed to increase my mileage by 50%. Yep. And yeah. then finally, I purchased and installed one of these magnetic fuel ionizers that you're supposed to clamp around the fuel supply line um, to the fuel injection system uh-huh. that would pol- polarize the gasoline molecules uh, before they entered the cylinders. Also, supposed to double my car's gas mileage. And what I didn't realize is that all these things had a multiplying effect. And, and now, if I leave the house with anything more than three quarters of a tank of gas and drive more than 20 miles, when I get back to the house, the excess gas produced by my car is now uh, bubbling out of the gas tank on the garage floor. So my question is, what's the best way to deal with that recurring gas bill? So when you, yeah, you know, when you go to the gas station, just ask them if you can drop some off. Yeah, you, you know, get some credit back. Yeah, get get or some get credit a, back. Yeah. Or is it get one of the? They make these little siphon pumps you can put on the drill, and maybe I can just 
suck the excess gas. Yeah, you could do that too. You're, you're, you know, you're gaining enough. Why not, Joe? Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 You're, you're making your own. So hey, that's right. You sell it off to the neighbor. That's right. <laughs> yeah, because when I added all these things together, I'm, I'm saving like 160 percent of my original mileage. So instead of you're making fuel, Joe. That's right. Yeah, so instead of burning 26, I'm getting I'm getting 13 miles a gallon back. That's right. So, you're you're making it. And and then or you could sell it to your neighbor. You know, just say, okay, I'm just going to park next to you every night, and you know, I'll just that's right. <laughs> I'll just fill well, your tank. Yeah. Just, just, just you know, are you put in a trash bag, Charlie said too, Joe. <laughs> if I had to drop one of those three, you know, or only keep one of those three, which one would you keep, John? Uh, none. <laughs> Silch. Uh, By the way, you do know if you go on Amazon and you just put on fuel fuel economy, there, I, it, it's amazing of how many of those devices are still available. The the, the, the garbage is the super chips the fuel ionizers you know oh, yeah. it's just incredible oh that's funny yeah. it's just and, uh, crazy yeah that is uh, so, too and by the way uh, uh you know think about this half the people in this this is a george carlin quote half the people in this country are are dumber than the average person <laughs> which means they're all dumb <laughs> <laughs> well think of, well think about how dumb the average person is yep. and then think and then remember half of them are dumber than the average <laughs> dumber than dumb. Because <laughs> the average person is pretty dumb, oh, and you, you guys probably know that. All right, guys, that's hey, a good one, Joe. Time. Appreciate it. No, as always, have a great one. Appreciate it, Eric, Phil. Guys, hang tight. We'll come right back. Uh, this is Drive Radio KLZ five sixty. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa auto parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. You listen to Drive Radio because you have a lot of questions about your car. You have questions about what kind of oil to use, what the best tires are, where to get the best parts. But have you ever asked what will happen to your car after you die? Did you know that if you don't have a will that specifically states what will happen, a probate judge will order your family to split your car evenly? And because you can't cut up a car into pieces, your family will be forced to sell it and just split the money. According to Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, it is estimated that two out of three people don't have a proper will in place. And oftentimes, things like your favorite classic car are accidentally forgotten completely. Michael understands that the only way to be absolutely certain that all of your final wishes will be honored is to take a small amount of time to talk about it. 720-394-6887. 720-394-6887. Call Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, right now to set up a free consultation and make absolutely sure that you don't leave anything to champ. Few things are life-changing. Your wedding day, the birth of a child, an oil change. Wait, what? Yes, an oil change can change your life if it comes with a peace of mind that if your engine, including the fuel system, fails, you're covered for life. The BG Performance Oil Change comes with free lifetime protection for your engine and fuel system. Find a shop near you at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. BG. 
Do you know that your windshield is getting more expensive to replace? Most vehicles have options that help keep the vehicles from avoiding accidents or even keep it in the traffic lane. These windshields require more than just a replacement of the glass. They also require a calibration of the computer system to make sure everything is operational to the specifications the manufacturer set when the vehicle was built. You can't trust the traveling glass replacement shop to do these necessary calibrations as they require special equipment and in most cases an indoor shop to perform the calibration. We have two Novus locations that can replace your windshield and also do these calibrations. Novus Fort Collins and Novus Sterling. Both are fully equipped with the latest technology to service your vehicle properly. Find either location by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass. All right, we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Phil and Centennial, what's going on? Hey, John, my question of the day has been a bust, hasn't it? Yeah, it's all right. You know, it, it just shows how many people don't do things at home anymore, I guess. But you brought up a good point as far as listeners to Drive Radio. They can get a direct answer, either email, text, or call from you guys. So yeah, maybe. in a lot of cases they do, and I, and I try to help them out you know, as much as I can. In some cases, even go look up the information in our side of the world, you know, our systems, and give them that back. So, yeah, I guess in a way we are that. So, my three, one, one caller mentioned them. South Main Auto, the guy who owns the shop is Eric, upstate New York. Smart and funny as all get-go. That's good. Um, Rayman Ray, he... Uh, owned a sh- he just opened up a shop in Florida and worked for a chain store, I think. He's good. Both these guys are over half a million subscribers, so wow. they don't have time to yeah. answer questions. Right. So a, a, few, a couple who do answer questions, uh, Jimmy making it work, he's fairly new, and Ford Boss Me, he'll chime in with some uh, answers to the YouTube questions. But I just thought you'd have some more people who watch this stuff, but I just enjoy watching. I don't care if it's a break job. Or yeah, I'll watch some of them. I, I don't have any favorites, so I, I don't yeah. watch much. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I, Alrighty, I did guys. it for so long, I just don't do much of that. Phil, appreciate it. No, very yeah, much. You don't need the help. So I appreciate it. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Eric and Thornton, you're next. Go ahead. Hey, John. How we doing? Good. Hey, guys. Hey, a uh, couple, of, couple of comments from on some earlier callers. Uh, yeah. One guy was saying about going across I-80. Um you know, as a truck driver, I've been going back and forth Denver to Salt Lake quite a bit lately, and I've been doing quite a bit in Nebraska. And it's funny, but, you know, one of the big reasons why Nebraska, and Nebraska has a higher gas tax than Colorado, but uh, the trucking industry is one of the biggest sources of where that gas, where their tax money comes from to maintain those roads. And it's funny, Colorado will actually try and blame the trucking industry for how bad our roads are. Oh, jeez. But yet, I-80, on average, has 20% more truck traffic than I-70 in Kansas or Colorado. Right, yeah. Actually, it's more like about 50%. Mm-hmm. So they're getting all that more money. So that kind of shoots that argument down yep. on Colorado's part. And two years ago, right before the pandemic, Colorado rebuilt a stretch of I-70 out on the Eastern Plains. It has already failed. Wow. No. No. And they're having to redo it. There's a stretch. If you ever go up I-76 up towards uh, um, between Roggin and Wiggins, 
Yeah. They just yeah. redid a stretch up there on the westbound side. They actually made it rougher. Oh, geez. Wow. <laughs> with what they redid. Uh, yeah. So it, it, a lot of it comes down to incompetence. Yeah. There, there was the, the uh, Glendale Times in an article a couple years ago, or about a year ago, about the cronyism that got the CDOT director in, put, put in place. Mm. Um, it, it's for anybody who's never read it, it's an interesting read. Um, and also, John, you said about talking about with uh, RTD's budget, if you ever do a show on that, uh, invite John Caldera from the Independence Institute on. Um, he was on the RTD board for a number of years, and he's right. well-versed in how horrible they are. Right. Um, the other one, Guy brought up about how Uber, Uber is paying, and Lyft is doing the same thing. They've instituted what's called upfront pricing for riders and upfront fares for drivers. Thirty percent on average less than what we were being paid previously, and I have literally all but stopped. Here's an here's an example. Uh, I did a fare. The last day I drove was Sunday after Thanksgiving because usually that's an awesome money making day. So I did eighty five miles for sixty dollars on two rides, and the second ride was from DIA down to the Pinery with tip, tolls, and a bonus. Paid forty dollars. Wow, hmm. that, that and that's an hour. And here's and, and that yeah, that was an hour. And yeah. and you figure you know I burned eighth of it. I mean my pickup gets fifteen miles, sixteen miles per gallon. Mm-hmm. So you yeah. figure you know I burned you know a little bit of gas on that one. Yeah. And and here's the thing is it used to be when these companies first launched from say downtown convention center to DIA on average you pay a driver about thirty nine dollars. And then they started changing it, and then they put drivers on per minute, per mile, and it dropped. And about five months ago, it was about $27. Now, downtown to DIA is about $17 to the driver. Hmm. And the thing is, is all these new fees that they've, the, the new the surcharge fees that are implemented on, uh, like, Uber Eats, DoorDash, Amazon, all that stuff, that all comes off the top of what the rider is paying so you know there's there's still a, um, a misconception going around i hear this from time to time that riders will say oh drivers are making bucks folks if you're using uber and lyft what you pay to those companies has zero impact on what the driver makes on average drivers lose money if it's a short trip like if you're going a couple of blocks yeah the driver might make money but if, if you go online and it tells you there's no drivers available when you request, one of the reasons for that is what they're paying that driver, the driver doesn't want to accept. None right. of the drivers want to accept yeah, those. I, yeah, yeah, I can see that. Makes sure. Sense. That's exactly sure. right. You yeah. Know. Makes total it, it, sense. It, it, yeah. I mean, I had a ride request the other day that uh, literally I, they were giving me $6 to drive 10 miles to pick somebody up for a ride that was going five miles. Huh. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Oh, so, I think we lost. There you go. We lost you for a second, Eric. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, this is this is what people need to keep in mind. And, and as much as I despise the legislature stepping into stuff, Colorado needs to take the lead of Washington and New York State and step in on on legislating what drivers are being paid because it's it's get, it's only getting worse. And there's more and more drivers that are just saying, you know, it's not worth my time. Right. Well, on the same token, though, I'm devil's advocate, if enough of them do that, wouldn't they have to change it? Because otherwise they don't have any no, business? They don't, 
Um, the, the head of, C- of Uber actually was in Chicago the other day, and there's a press release in the Chicago t- Tribune about this that, oh, well, yeah, there, there's just a shortage of drivers right now. That's, that's why we're having problems. Well, yeah, there's a shortage of drivers because we're not paying drivers enough, but we're not going to change that. Hmm. They, have no, they have no plans to increase what drivers are being paid. Interesting. Hmm. Thanks for the insight. Uh, and I, no, I appreciate it. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I appreciate that. So, anyhow, no, thank you, Eric. Appreciate and, and it very will... much. You bet. Have a great Christmas, Mickey. You're up next. Go ahead. The law of unintended consequences. Yeah, the, right. be- the bean counters at Uber said, "Hey, if we make it cheaper for people to get around, they'll use us more." Well, didn't work that. Didn't, didn't work out didn't that work way, did the it? Way they planned. Anyway, two favorites. Thunderhead 289 on YouTube. Okay. Did a great thing on making a, a car, a V8 302 run on a lawnmower carburetor. Huh. Interesting. You, 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 oh, you got to see it. He was creative and inventive, and it works. All right. Uh, the other one is not a mechanic. Well, it's kind of a mechanic. It's called Just Rolled In. Okay. There's some... Scary stuff. People and oh, people yeah. decline getting things fixed. Right. Oh, exactly. Okay, uh-huh. I got it. Yeah, okay. I've watched yeah. that. That yeah. would be good to watch. Like, sure. Yeah. Oh, Customer I'm states. Uh, yeah, that's a good <laughs> noise one. when turning. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. just falling off. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's pretty funny, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Merry Christmas. Merry you Christmas Merry to Christmas. you, Mickey. We appreciate it very much. Yeah, and I didn't, you know, honestly, didn't have a lot of other. Uh, folks calling in and even emailing in when it comes to some technicians. I had one I'll comment on really quick. I'm not going to name the channel because I don't I, I don't want to throw anybody under the bus, but there's a particular technician that somebody had me watching for grins throughout the show, off and on during the breaks and so on. I went ahead and watched one of the videos, and this was on how to put a Eden e-locker in the front of a Toyota truck. I believe it was actually the gear company that is – a part of this particular video that's probably even got some sponsorship of, and I don't know who the technician is in the video. I hope it's not the guy that we're touting as being the uh, the excellent technician to watch because I watched this entire gear setup happen, and granted, it's a short video, but I can skip through it and kind of see. It's an hour video, but I skipped through some things just so I could get to the part that I wanted to see how they actually did a particular procedure when it comes to setting up ring and pinions, and I'll just say straight up, completely wrong. 100% wrong. Now, this is a very well-known channel. This particular one has about 70,000 subscribers, which is a lot, by the way. That's not, it's not chump change. Uh, my point is, just because somebody on YouTube says it's that way right. doesn't necessarily mean that is the correct way. In the case of this ring and pinion being set up on this Toyota, it's completely wrong. It's not the way it's supposed to be done. Sorry, it just isn't. And I, I don't want to go into all the details of how I know that and why and so on, but I can just tell you that... It's completely wrong the way they're doing it, and I would not accept that if that's the way it was done. Um, just, just some of the procedures that are being done. It's like, no, this, this is somebody that doesn't know how this is supposed to work. And if they were taught how to do it this way, then so then they've got a bigger issue. Yeah. And and again, just because something's on YouTube and it looks like it's supposed to work that way, um, just double check to make sure because in this particular case, if I set up gears the way this particular video said to set them up it's wrong yeah 
straight up. So, anyways, yeah. well, I'll leave it at that. I, I hope do hope you guys have a great uh, Christmas season as we head into this month. We'll have again two more live shows next week and the week after. Next week, we are going to concentrate on how to buy a car and possibly even how to sell a used car. But we're going to get into the you know the inner workings of that, what you need to do, what you need to know, and so on. Uh, and anything else you need, by the way, and somebody said this earlier, you can always text us, call us, let us know, send us an email, drive-radio.com. The text line, of course, is always there. And, of course, every Saturday for three hours straight, you can call and ask questions, which is what we do and have done for a very long time now. So Ken Rackley, Tech Automotive out in Aurora, thanks as always. Appreciate it. It's always good to be here, you know, especially before the holidays. It's great. Yeah. Yep. It's Larry awesome. Unger it's answering awesome. phones as well, Charlie Grimes. Guys, have a great rest of your day and enjoy the Christmas season as we head into that now. And otherwise, I'll see you Monday right back here on KLZ 560. This is Drive Radio. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ. 560.